0: Booge, booge Listen to A. Thompson for an hour I'd rather fuck a blood relative Yo yo yo, welcome to episode 135 of A. Thompson and Other Disappointment Keeping it booge, keeping it strictly hashtag binfluencer loads going on at the moment um i don't want to keep going on at you about the patreon but i will just say if you're enjoying the podcast uh maybe jump on patreon.com forward slash aid thompson with an in at the end there's a load of benefits uh discord you get the first first listen to all of the episodes of the podcast two days ahead of everyone else uh we do london meetups um we're doing a live show me super tansky danny fucking price jolly on rubenstein ashley hayden a couple of others that's coming up on friday the 10th of february in london so if you want to get a ticket for that before they all sell out jump on my fucking patreon you beauties um what should we talk about today we're supposed to talk about the strikes everyone's talking about the strikes though uh so i thought you know what else is interesting what else is in your periphery dear listeners i'll tell you something that sort of um captured my captured my mind grapes over the last few uh, few days uh, huge leaps in ai this week i don't know how many of you saw those like the latest developments in that world um there was two that came up in the same week right so that's why it's sort of you know jarring to me but basically there was there was the face painting thing that's all over your instagram feed uh, that's called lensa and then there's this chat gpt thing i think it was called i hope i've got that acronym right chat gpt now obviously you've all you would have seen the face thing right because it's everyone's on instagram and it's on everyone's instagram feed People have been, you know, changing their faces and AI draws it and paints it. It looks like some sort of like 19th century impressionist or something, you know. They use AI to draw a painting version of your face and it just looks, you know, it's, it's impressive. Everyone's doing it. It's, it's like the fucking like ice bucket challenge all over again. <laughs> and, and it's got the same amount of ego to it as well. Like with, it, with the ice bucket challenge... It was for a good cause, you know? It raised awareness. Although I can guarantee none of us remember what the fuck the cause was now, do we? So like, so it's just become what it always was, which was basically 90 million people across the world uploading shit MP4 files to Facebook, each one of them thinking their video would be different and special. You know? Everybody boring ex-colleague that you're still connected to who you d- you know you didn't even like them when you had a place of work in common with them now you have nothing in common now you hate them <laughs> now they elicit visceral feelings of hate from you whenever you see their shit statuses and the only reason you haven't defriended this fucking idiot is because you might bump into them somewhere, and then it would be awkward for you. And, you know, the the one thing that we hate more than marginally annoying people is feeling socially awkward, right? Because we're British. So um, so you didn't defriend them, and then they're still there. And, you know, even after 90 million other ice bucket videos, <laughs> this cretin was still like, yeah, but <laughs> wait till you see my ice bucket challenge, though. And you're like, oh, God. Okay, all right, fine. Yeah, great. Oh, right, yeah. Bucket of cold water. Yeah, I see that. Oh, oh. Plot twist. It's over your head. Fuck it. Oh, great. Yeah, amazing. Make, make sure you donate five pounds. Uh, no, I will PayPal you 50 quid right now if you just delete your account. <laughs> and I nominate eight. No, fuck you. Fuck you, I don't, I don't care what cause this was for, whatever condition it was, is not as painful as this. Cure us from this, Rita. So, so the ice bucket challenge was that, you know, it was this um, zeitgeisty tidal wave of social media and ego. You know, people arrogantly thinking their video would be exceptional against the backdrop of the other billion. <laughs> and now it's this shit, you know? It's the same thing. Zeitgeisty social media ego. Now it's the AI face paint thing. Wait till you see my AI interpretation, selfie thing. Like Like half of you motherfuckers are so fucking narcissistic. Like we see we see a realistic reinterpretation of your face every fucking day when you upload another selfie with a distorting filter on it like now now because it's you know it's not just a filter now because a computer drew your whole face instead of just you know airbrushing over the burst blood vessels from your nose you fucking booze hound now we're supposed to go oh yeah amazing yes well done philip like well i guess you're cured Of your obvious alcoholism. Like, look at you. Like, I see your face. Yes, no burst blood vessels all over there that look like a fucking Martian storm gathering on your cheeks. No, no yellow teeth. (laughs) No bloodshot eyes. Like, I have to admit here. Maybe the intervention was wrong. (laughs) When we were all trying to tell you to go dry for health reasons. Because your kids are walking around in soiled nappies. You're jobless, and the bottom half of your face looks like a fucking slow-mo avalanche. Maybe we were wrong, Philip. Because I can see now how how good you're looking. It's clear to me now. Now that fucking Lenzer has got you looking like some fucking shoegaze album cover. <laughs> that's that's what it looks like. It's like like everyone's uploading selfies of themselves to look, you know, good or arty or, you know, better. And they, you know, they just look like a fucking album sleeve of some teenage Californian indie band, you know? So anyway, that was the first thing. Lenza, This is not an ad. (laughs) I mean, you know, here I am on every other show begging for sponsors for this thing. To try and grow it, and they, you know, they're going to listen to me. They're going to listen to me shit all over this of product, and they're going to be like, "I mean, he seems, he seems quite angry about the products that he mentions." I, I don't know if we want to partner. I don't know if we want to collab with this guy. But yes, that is why the products that I seek sponsorship from tend to be breweries, <laughs> because because I earnestly talk you up with your products. And their ability to help me self-medicate through my hatred for everything else in the world. Anyway, lenser draws your face, makes you look, um, makes you look a bit better, I guess. You know, certainly, certainly more classy, more graceful, possibly more attractive. In some cases maybe, you know, not not all cases. Don't get <laughs> don't get too excited if you are, um, you know of a certain persuasion, shall we say? <laughs> don't get too excited I mean look, some people are too ugly and unattractive for any filtery AI shit to fix them. You are in too deep, all right? You know it, the world knows it. I have days where I wonder if I'm among them. I probably am. I have <laughs> I've garnered sufficient experiences throughout my life. From, you know, this rejection to that bad hair day to catching my reflection in a car window or, or whatever. To know that I sit at a certain level on the pecking order and I'm fine with it. I'm at peace with that. You should be too. AI could do a lot of amazing shit. But it will never be clever enough to fix some problems. <laughs> Is all I'm saying. Some people are too ugly for AI to to paint them better we're talking about those people and i am among them which is why i feel comfortable talking about them using words like ugly and disgusting because i am part of that community (laughs) i can talk about it because i am of that specific minority if indeed we are a minority i suspect we're actually the majority but you know whatever so yes i can say ugly and disgusting because I identify as part of that community. It's like, you know, it's like if, if, if a black person says... I mean, you know. <laughs> if a black person says a certain word, that doesn't mean that a white person can then say that, right? Same thing. It is exactly the same thing. I am of the unresolvedly unattractive and disgusting community, and so I feel I am permitted by society to use certain rhetoric so don't get offended by it because look if you're also a member of this community then you will know that i am right so we're probably both accepting of this of where we sit on in the pecking order of life right we both know the deal like we'll we'll meet up at the gross and disgusting meetup groups or whatever and you'll be like you know you're gross right yeah yeah i do yeah and sorry and and you oh yeah yeah hideous yeah no i'm i'm hideous okay cool um drink oh, yeah yeah you bet like that is you know we both we know where we sit on the pecking order we accept it so if you're part of the disgusting community i don't think you can be offended when i use words like disgusting right and if you're offended when when i talk about ugly or disgusting or gross people if you're offended but not part of the disgusting and unattractive community, but you're getting offended on our behalf, right? Like, don't don't call people disgusting. Don't call people ugly. Maybe butt out, you pretty cunt. Maybe, maybe it's time for you to, you know, stop oppressing us with your beauty privilege, your well-meaning but entirely in a bubble aesthetic privilege. Maybe it's just time for you to listen, okay? Okay, wow, that, that got weird. Um, that got weird quickly this time. Uh, where were we? Right, we were talking about AI. The face painting thing makes you more attractive sometimes. Not every time. <laughs> I'm scared to install it and put my face through it. Because, like, honestly, no matter how many ones and zeros you wrap around me, a marginally more attractive version of me is still Paul Giamatti, Right? It's still gonna be what, like a young Ian Hislop or something. You know, what am I really winning by doing yeah, like if you fixed my teeth, and I dunno, if you made my ears stick back a bit more, because they kinda you know, they kinda of stick out. Maybe if you pulled up my double chin that I, I hide like a coward under my beard, you know, a brush stroke here, a tweak there. You know, a, a bit of blur and airbrush shit. Like e- even if you paid for the premium version of this app, the elite tier, it you know I'm still just going to pitch in at a six in poor lighting territory. <laughs> Is that how I feel? What am I really going to gain by putting myself through this app? You know. And some of you might, you know, you might have seen my profile picture or like watched my videos or whatever. And you might think, oh, you know, you're not that bad. Just... Maybe I'm, you know, they, they, they say you are your own worst critic, right? But I mean, e- even that isn't true because my mum fucking hates me. What? No, that's not OK to say out loud. Ain't? Anyway, look, the AI face paint thing. Let's just stay on topic for once. Uh, the AI face paint thing. It's not going to make everyone's face amazing, guys. You need to learn that before you jump on it like it's some fucking ice bucket ego train. Okay, most people learn (laughs) begrudgingly when they're about 15 or 16 that unfortunately not everyone is a masterpiece. (laughs) Not all of us are oil paintings, I'm afraid. So that's the AI paint your face thing. And then there was this other thing, right? Same week. Two AI stories, both bubbling up in the same week, showing you how far artificial intelligence has come. So the second thing was this AI chat thing that emerged last week, same week as the face paint thing, and it's called Chat GPT. And I don't know if you saw it, right? Because I, you know, I do a lot of tech stuff in my day job. Um, this show used to be kind of tech politics dystopia. And, you know, I'm I'm exposed to a lot of tech news, but I don't know if it really bubbled out to the, the public discourse much. But if you didn't see it, basically, you can ask this thing questions and it responds in an actually quite fluent and fluid fashion. Right. So it's like talking to a person. It's like asking a question to a person and it it communicates with you like you are, like, oh, like it. it, it is a, a person. So between the chat thing and the paint your face, like a 19th century that like, we kind of have art and language covered now. Like, ish. I mean, it's not, like, it's not perfect, but it's not a total shit show, you know? It's like, it's not quite there. It's in the neighbourhood. Like, you can see where it's headed, basically. It's at a sort of stage now, AI, where you don't have to imagine anymore. Like, it's there. It just needs a few more iterations, and it will be solid. A couple more years, and you'll be able to ask the chat AI thing to talk to the AI painting thing. You know, that's where it's headed. Like, the chat AI thing will basically become Siri. Except it will be good. (laughs) It won't, it won't buy you off the way that Siri does. Here's what I found on the web. Like, I asked you a question, fucker. Just tell me the answer. Don't, don't point me to the library. You know, like, it's in there somewhere. Why don't you look like, Siri, Siri was a marvel of technology when it first came out. I was blown away. I was a bit like, this is cool. You know, it's voice activated. You know, when it first came out. I can just talk to this. We're in the future, man. Like, that was how it felt. Now I'm like, you know, great. You can fucking tell me the time and the weather. Two things I immediately knew before I asked you. Anything else, you point me to the fucking internet. This is hardly Holly from Red Dwarf just yet. This isn't, you know, like, what do I use this for? It can send texts while I'm driving. Fucking great. Thank you, Tim Cook. I don't even like texting when I'm standing still. <laughs> you know, you look at this shit and you're like, it's you know, it's almost 2023. Is this really the best we can do, Apple? And I know I'm get, you know, I'll get a load of Apple fanatics with Apple tattoos, like tech bros, all up in my mentions. Like, oh, I suppose you could do better. I suppose you think you could do better. It's like no, but. You know what? Michael Knight, yeah, fucking Knight Rider, had Kit, who could talk back to him, drive a car, and that was fucking 1985. Like, what the fuck have you been doing? (laughs) Anyway, so, the chat AI thing is going to become Siri, probably, right? Or, Or Siri will become very similar, and then it will just become your PA, right? And it will be this guy's PA over here and that CFO lady's PA over there. The job of PA and executive assistant will largely disappear, apart from some fucking horny old dogs at the board table who are like, I just would rather have a 25 year old blonde with big tits walking around like you're never going to fully wipe the job of PA uh, out of the employment discourse until men in their 50s remain happily married. Until you solve that problem, you're not going to... Yeah. Anyway. So Siri will become much, much better, and Alexa and all this other stuff. They're going to become your workhorse, right? They'll do your bidding for you. They'll run your errands. You'll be able to, you know, you'll tell it to go away and draw a painting of your face. Sure, like, you could do that. But you'll also be able to tell it to order your fruit and veg from Sainsbury's and it will be integrated with every, with your google calendar and it will book you a slot for delivery that sits within the hours that are in your diary you know but it, it will also know not to book it between the hours of 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. because those are the hours that's the window right between when your apple pay pays your uber to drop off your deliverooed prostitute And then come back to pick her up again. It will know that you're busy between 9 and 11. Until she goes. Until she's collected. Taken back to the brothel and hosed down. And then they send her out again. I'm sorry if this sounds dark. And dystopian. And horrible. But this is where we're headed people. And it's fun. It's It's fun to see. It's fun to see the reactions. To this AI stuff. Over the past week, right? Like, because on the one hand. Cheers, by the way. On the one hand. There's a lot of people thinking it's, you know, it's quite scary, right? They see these, you know, these current developments. And reasonably, I think, you know, they think, how long will it be? before we see real artificial intelligence, you know, like before these things become self-aware, how long will it be before machines, you know, develop it? Like will machines develop self-awareness before the head table of the conservative party? Like who's going to win that race? <laughs> who's going to develop self-awareness first, Alexa or cabinet ministers from the Tory party? Personally, I think the machines will win it. I think if the last week is anything to go by, the machines are going to win that race. And the reason I think that is because, like, I don't know if you guys saw it, but when England were in the World Cup, you know, before we got knocked out, I saw, like, various tweets doing the route. You know, it was Sunak, Patel, Johnson... Nadim Zaharway, all of them fucking absolutely shameless promote, you know, come on, England, cheering on England, cheering on a country they've spent a decade fucking over. (laughs) I love my country. Here's my patriot. You don't fucking love your country. You do nothing but fuck it over all the time. Absolutely shameless. No self-awareness. Alexa will win the race. I digress. Let's crack on. So the AI stuff. Some people finding it a bit scary. But to me, it's, you know, it's not that scary. Like, it's, it's fun. It's fun to see. <laughs> like, it's... I've gone past the scared... It's like stages of grief or something, you know? You know, when doctors say, you know, I diagnose you with this, and then there's you know, stages of, you know, bargaining and acceptance. And I'm, I think I'm at acceptance now. I accept how bad things are going to get. And so it just becomes fun. And funny to see that some people out there still have dreams, for example, right? Like it's literally amusing. It is recreational for me to observe these people. <laughs> that there are still dreams going on out there is, fu- like, if it's your first time listening, right, this show is broadly about finding the funny in a depressing and hopeless Britain, say, right? And and AI is no exception with this. And this is sort of what I'm getting at, right? It's, it's funny to me to see, like when, when faced with the very real prospect of automation, taking your livelihood, right? And the livelihood of all of your close friends, family, relatives, whatever, and potentially leaving you destitute, leaving you homeless. Like it's right there in front of you <laughs> from chatbots to fucking Boston dynamic Robocop looking motherfuckers. It's right there happening in real time. And yet people still have dreams about what they like, hope to achieve and what they'll be when they finish studying or, you know, investing in it like what they think they could work towards their goals. Right. Like in these days of, you know, hopeless, soon to be completely redundant careers, like AI is going to wipe the floor and everyone thinks it's just like, like when you talk about automation, everyone just thinks, oh, it's uh, like self-checkouts, right? Like, oh yeah, they replaced the checkout staff with um, machines, right? That's what you mean? Okay. That's everyone's perspective. That's where it starts and finishes. You talk about AI taking jobs, they're like, oh, well... I guess I won't be able to work on the Tesco checkout. Oh, well, like, no. (laughs) This shit is going to take manual jobs first. Sure. So checkout staff. Robots that build cars. Robots moving stock around the warehouse. Robots delivering things will be next, probably. And then it's going to move up to super specialized manual jobs. Right? Like fucking surgeons and then the chat GPT thing that shit will graduate to script writing how about that shit and then it'll go to music and then it'll go from replacing the bar staff to writing code instead of the programmers writing it, you'll just be able to say to chat GPT, yeah can you spin me up a website that does X, Y, and Z and allows people to log. It will just go away, launch it, and it's done. No need for half of your programmers. 75% of your Twitter staff gone. Elon Musk won't be able to keep his dick limp for firing Twitter engineers with this shit. And I know this is getting dark and I don't want to depress you and stuff. Like, You know, some of you might be thinking, well, look. If all else fails, you know, AIDS, AIDS, getting me down a bit here. If all else fails, I can't be a programmer. I can't work in a warehouse. Can't work in a bar. At least I can still sell me bumhole. Like maybe you're thinking, no, you you won't even be able to do that because sex robots will be along soon to stamp out that career goal also. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, you know, it's fun. To see the people who still have dreams. Like do you guys. Do you ever listen to people. And their ambitions. Right. To be a fucking. I don't know. Like a. You know. A joiner. Right. Carpentry. Or you know. Maybe you've got a friend who wants to be a hairdresser. They come out with shit like, yeah, yeah, once I finish doing this, then I'm going to save up a bit. I'm going to go back to hairdresser college because I, I really like hair and I love talking to people. I like asking them about their holidays. And, and yeah, no, I'm just really excited really. I'm going to be a hairdresser. Like, and you listen to this shit and you go, you are living in 2004. Like, why are you living like t- 20 years ago? What? Like, these are not 21st century jobs, man. <laughs> like, like, I am amazed that Hairdressers and barbers are even still a thing. I i cannot believe, as a guy who works in tech, I can't believe there's no like automated haircut helmet thing that you put it on and it scans your head, right? And it will show you a menu of styles that are applicable to your current hair length and your head shape or, or whatever and the type of hair that you have. And then you'll just touch screen it, right? You just tap on the iPad and then it will just start doing it inside there. Like it will just do it perfectly every time and you wouldn't even need to talk to your barber or your hairdresser oh so have you got any siblings where are you going away on holiday this year anyway like you wouldn't have to deal with any of that shit you just sit there in glorious silence while it perfectly cuts your hair and you wouldn't need to look at the back of your head at the end of the cut would you because it would just be perfect (laughs) and <laughs> even if it wasn't perfect, right? The the fucking the tablet that they would show you, like the back of your head, you know, they would just, you know, if they'd made a mistake, they would just use a fucking lenser filter on it to like airbrush it out so it looked perfect. They'd be like, "How how do you like it? Oh yeah, that looks perfect. Thanks, that looks AI airbrushed, photoshopped, perfect." But like I don't know man like people when people say about their goals I just get a bit cynical now like I want to be a barber or maybe I'll do this I'll be a cop like why it's not going to these jobs are going to fucking vanish soon <laughs> Like I got I got talking to um somebody's little brother at a drinks thing it's about 4 weeks ago and he was like yeah and well then I'm going to go to film school and And I was like, why? why? I I didn't say this to him because I I can talk to you guys, right? I can spread my joy unto the world (laughs) over this podcast. But, like, you know, talking to somebody casually, I don't want to crush his dreams. I don't want to stamp on his flowers. But I came away thinking, like, why would you go to film school when AI is going to write content so good? So engaging, so perfect that it will engage you personally. It's going to distract you from your course that you're doing. It's going to write scripts and screenplays that good because it's going to be algorithmically charged. It's going to like it will create content and it will go away into your web search history and it will pull out reference points that it knows you are aware of. And then it will inject those into the dialogue so it makes sense and and resonates with you perfectly. It's going to be so good, so engaging, this AI written content, that it will distract you from studying film school. Even by the time you're in your second or third year at university. there's already been scripts written by AI now. And here's, here's the wild thing, man, like, like a lot of these technologies and and fears and and so on, like right now, like they're kind of separate, aren't they? It's like, you know, what if what if militant robots hunt us all down? What, what if the state buy militant robots and use them to police state us and, you know? You wouldn't stand a chance fighting back against fucking Robocop, right? So what if that happens? And then on the flip side, it's like, well, you know, what happens if this thing takes my job? Or then over here, it's like, well, what happens if I get deep faked and blackmailed for the footage? Or, you know, there's a lot of different concerns around AI and the future and how it might impact you. But they are kind of separate, disparate at the moment. But once they all integrate, that is when the whole thing, <laughs> the whole fabric of, you know, occupation, keeping people busy, um, keeping them anchored to a mortgage that they're slowly paying off, you know, employment, the concept of employment, and and so society more broadly, that is when the fabric of society is going to unravel. <laughs> And I don't think anyone really is taking this seriously enough. Like you're gonna get you're gonna get kids saying shit like yeah, and then I'm, then I'm gonna go to film school, and you're gonna be like, but wh- like, why? You know what? Like, all, all the screenplays are written by bots now. Oh, uh, okay, well, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll just be an actor. N- uh, nah, they just you know they just use deep fakes and, and super realistic sprites for actors now well oh, fuck i mean what can i do there there's got to be something i can do oh actually there is yeah um you can take this um this little ubi code right you, you do you know what that is uh un- universal basic income yeah yeah that's right so so you take that right take it to the end of the road see down there right take it to that collapsing subsidence ravaged parish hall there yeah right and then they will give you access to the food bank. Wait, no, no, actually, hang on. Wait, wait, it's it's a food pantry now, isn't it? It's had a rebrand by the Tories. They don't call them food banks anymore. They called them food pantries. Anyway, so take take the UBI code. Let them scan it. They'll give you access to the food pantry for twenty five minutes. Oh, uh, okay. And that's it. I I'll just uh, what? I just take whatever food I want from. No, 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 no then you're in the hall right and there's food in there but it's basically fucking squid game and you have to beat other aspiring film school types to death for food jesus christ yeah but 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 i I, I wanted to be a star you know showbiz movies i wanted to be a star well you, you can you can still have that i can yeah but you If you bludgeon the other 15 in that round to death with cans of beans, the spotlight will come on you. And the clapping Tories and shareholders from Apple and Microsoft up in their fucking upper tier, they will toss you some scraps from their banquet. You will absolutely be the star of the show. Oh, fucking great. Like Nobody seems to be accepting that that is how bad it's going to get. I mean, you know. Might not get that bad if if people riot and uh, overthrow the government and there's a revolution or whatever. But, but you know, even if that happens, someone's getting bludgeoned to death. So I guess what I'm saying is the future is fucked, whichever way you toss it. Now take a fucking seat and drink with me. But it's fun, isn't it? Like it's kind of it's kind of funny how everyone's you know just happily playing with like the the painting selfies and the you know asking chat GPT funny questions it's like, it's like a fucking toddler playing with a drunk pit bull, you know and you look on you're like well, this is this is not gonna end well but the toddler's like you know oh, he's cute you know he's soft he's fluffy it's like that it's like, you know not everyone is that ignorant by the way not everyone is that blissfully unaware of how bad shit can get maybe in the not too distant future like sometimes sometimes i'll talk about this stuff and some people some people who you know wanted to go to film school will actually hear me but then you know they'll come out with something like kind of equally funny to all of that like 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 they're not coming out with, I'm going to be a director still. Like they, they, instead what they do is they go like, oh my God. What if AI makes script writers redundant? Which is just fucking like, like it's kind of, you're almost there. You're almost getting it, but you're, you're not quite that. Like what if, what if AI makes script writers Reduct like what if i what if I study English lit and film studies and i intern for two years and then you know i i, I join paramount as a, as a runner and then a location scout and then I become a junior producer you know and then and then maybe a director and then and then finally I get to write my own script But like, what happens if then like what if script writers are made redundant by artificial Like, bitch, you won't even make it in the industry. You're not even going to make it in. (laughs) Like, redundant. You think fucking CBS or BBC are going to make you redundant? (laughs) Like, where are we now? Like, 2022, right? The AI script, you know, the the script that the AI wrote for a screenplay, that was in 2016. That was seven fucking years ago. Chat GPT is now. If you enrolled now in film school, right, and you did all the stuff, you know, like, you wouldn't be qualified, graduated, and have done all the other shit jobs you need to do and sucked sufficient dicks on the casting couch. You wouldn't have got through all of that, right? In in time, you, you couldn't outrun how fast AI is moving. AI is going to chew, eat, and shit out your dream before you even seriously enter the industry. Like people, people are like, "What if AI makes screenplay writers redundant? Like, what kind of fucked up opulent fantasy are you living in, where you get redundancy checks and six months gardening leave? Like, you're not even going to make it in, because AI is moving so fast." But as I say, it's good that people still have goals. <laughs> it's inspiring, guys. They still have dreams. To be honest, you know, even away from the AI shit, right? The idea that in this period that we're in, where you could, you know, like um save up for years, change careers, you know, self-study, earn money, save up the deposit, you know, finally buy a house. Like, that was the goal. That was your dream. And then you could have it all swept away by some ill-advised Tory ultra ideological binge that you can still have a dream after that shit is just Lunacy. No, oh, no, no, wait, wait. It is, it's inspiring, is <laughs> what it is. It is inspirational that you might still have goals after that shit. Now, frequent listeners will know that that is actually my situation. <laughs> and I don't want to get all, you know, dark and morose about this, you know. Woe is me and all that stuff. But it is, you know, it's hard to have dreams after that shit. After you work and, you know, get promoted and buy the house and then it, you know, quite probably will get swept away by someone else's fucking incompetence or callous capitalism on steroids one or the other i don't know if we know fully which one of those it was yet but it's hard to think then if any of it was worthwhile after that isn't it but anyway look i i won't i won't be bitter about this i won't cling on to bitterness guys don't worry life is too short i'll still be here cracking jokes taking the piss but I also won't cling on to goals any longer because, like, honestly, like, in your heart of hearts, can you ask yourself, like, what, what would be the point, right? Like, why would you have goals anymore after all that shit? Like, once you have slogged and got in a half-decent financial bracket, got on the ladder, and then what happened? Boom! They fucked you with all the compassionate conservatism of a, you know well, I suppose exactly the amount of compassion that you would expect from a conservative, right? Like I mean, they just fucked you, just mechanically, emotionlessly, bent you over a barrel and gifted you an eye-watering round of buggery. Just really gone to town on you. Like, why would you bother after all that? So, no, look, I'm not going to be bitter, but I'm also not going to have goals anymore. Uh, but some people do. And you can make a... That and then what What you will. Some of you will say that's good. That they have goals. Some will say it's inspiring. These people are, you know, diamonds in the rough. They will, uh, you know, they'll triumph in the face of adversity aid and, and so on. Right. Maybe you see that it's all is, uh, you know, sort of character building. The odds are stacked against mate, but with a bit of hard work, maybe they can make it. But honestly, like if it if it turns out that we lose this house, I am going to flip from being a self-motivated, self-improvement kind of guy to looking at people with goals in a crushing, unforgiving world. Like, oh, yeah, that's cute. That's that is cute that that snail thinks he can sludge his way across the A4 in rush hour. That is (laughs) that is inspiring inspiring is what that is and people will be like oh come on you know don't be so negative don't be so bitter aid and i'll be like no no no, i I think it's great i think it's great that the the fucking the deer dodging the headlights has self-belief oh come on aid people will say i think it's great that that deer is wearing a MAGA hat and probably retweets Elon, I think that deer is inspiring. I mean, I I can't watch, because this is going to be fucking horrific. There is an 18-wheeler coming up in a minute. But yes, it is hashtag inspiring. Nonetheless, watching the deer toddle out into the middle lane, cluelessly, let's applaud him. Let's applaud the dumb fucking deer, as he too assumes his positive mindset will save him from the chaotic, unforgiving hurricane that is our universe. (laughs) I don't know. I I think what I'm saying, friends, is whether it is AI decimating your employment prospects and, you know, feeding you to your town's local squid game or the tumultuous fiscal mischief that we've had visited upon us in the present day. I think we can all agree that... Dreams should probably only inhabit your dreams nowadays. (laughs) Dreams should be reserved for that hugely creative and fantastical place in between the hours you fall asleep and the time that you wake up. That is it. That is where your dreams belong now. So any thoughts you had about becoming a a fucking, you know, Formula One mechanic? (laughs) Like... What if I became a Formula One mechanic? No, no, you're not. That is not going to (laughs) happen. Just bid it. We've gone full 180 with that shit now, haven't we? Do you remember when you were a kid? Like, when I was a kid, when I were a lad, the general, like, feedback you got from teachers and your parents and your, you know... Careers guidance see people was you know you can be anything you want little aid You could be anything you want to be you could be a journalist, a doctor, you could be a policeman if you want you could be anything Aid and now it's like can I be a consultant neurosurgeon? Nope <laughs> Can I be no everything no all doors are shut to you like it's kind of funny in a way like to have job types and occupations just shut down now like that in a way it's kind of comforting because it's like you know my whole adult life i'm like you know i could never be a doctor i'm not clever enough i couldn't be a barrister no that's that's a job for smart people i could i could never be a surgeon oh heavens no you know and i did kind of wonder occasionally if it's not that, you know, I'm not smart enough, but is it like a lack of self-confidence? Is it just that my self-confidence has held me back a little bit? But no, actually, it turns out, actually, I just had to wait until society progressed to a point that its dystopian lows matched my self-esteem. You know, like now it's like, can I be a consultant neurosurgeon? No, no. You knew that already, though, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, I did. I strongly suspected I was never going to be a fucking surgeon. I don't know. Here's, Here's a fun thought for you. When this does all come crashing down, right, and robots do take all the jobs... Do you think there's going to be an annoying subset of people who blame the robots <laughs> and automation for the reason they aren't in high-powered jobs? You know, like, like, I don't even mean to draw a parallel with immigrants, although I'm sure that will probably happen also, you know, just base-level country towards robots. But I just mean, like, you know, saying, well, yeah, I could have been a surgeon, but, uh, you know, yeah, then the robots just just pit me to the point, like... No, you're a failure in 95% of the other aspects of your life, Ronald. But it was, it was the robots that just stopped you from being a wild success story in the field of brain surgery, was it? Do you think there's going to be a subset of people like that? I think there will be. I think people will develop a slur for robots. I think they'll hate them that much for taking the jobs. I think people will get jealous of robots, which will be kind of weird. Like men will hate them and spit on them because they took their jobs. Women will have affairs with them because they've got the better jobs than the father of their kids. Like the shit's going to get dark is all I'm saying. Women, women will probably like burn down factories to stop manufacturing sex bots because their husbands have run away with a sex bot, right? Like a perfectly programmed petite brunette sex bot that is algorithmically refined to satisfy his every desire in a physically perfect way. And he doesn't have to reciprocate like that is, <laughs> I don't know. Some of you, some of you are listening to this and you might be like, well, well, maybe the women will do that too. Yeah. Maybe the women will run away with their, like, uh, you know, male sex bot. their are gentleman lover sex bot maybe the women will do that also age you sexist fucking prick maybe the women will run off with a male sex robot huh you ever think about that and i'm like well actually no i I don't think that will happen um like maybe some will you know i'm sure it'll happen here and there but i think like here's the thing here's why that won't happen in the same way because women are smarter than men generally in my opinion. In my experience. Or, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're just smarter than me. Like <laughs> when I've sat down around a table. And had drinks with women. Maybe it's just like odds on. That the people I sit and drink with. Tend to be smarter than me. And then they, they are also women. I don't know. But. I think if you took a hundred women. And a hundred men. I think there would be a higher number of intelligent women. In the hundred women than you know than there would be in 100 men does that make sense i could be wrong i'm not a fucking statistician or or whatever but that's just you know my sense is and i think feeling like that i think knowing what i know about women and relationships i've been in and female friends that i've had that i've talked to about sex and love and so like i think and i could be wrong Female listeners, by all means, tell me if I'm wrong about this. I don't want to robot-splain anyone. But I think that they will want Psychological and emotional engagement from their sex robot, which is fine because it will be available because you could get, you know, Chat GPT to construct some emotional text for the robot to speak to you. But the emotional, complicated AI personality level stuff is going to be more expensive. (laughs) The sex robot you can fuck and then roll over and have a meaningful, insightful bit of pillow talk with is going to be the premium model like women are smarter than men and that's a good thing but like a lot of things it's kind of a gift and a curse right so it's 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 a good thing it's a gift because you guys women see the world for how it actually is you know and you can see through people's bullshit but it's a curse Because it makes it way harder for you to find someone you can actually connect with. Evidenced by pretty much every single woman I've ever spoken to, right? And to top it all off, when the sex robots do come out, the the other con to that pro, the other curse to that gift, when the sex robots do get released... You're going to get landed with the fucking premium tier, higher subscription, the Twitter blue of the fucking sex robot world, while the men are just going to walk in the store and go like, yeah, does this, um, does this one talk? Uh, no, no, not that one. Okay, perfect. Like, that's it! Men... (laughs) So men will run away with their, you know, dystopian fuck dolls more often, because it's only going to cost them fucking 900 UBI slips. For one. (laughs) While women, their their model, their premium tier one is going to cost 5,000 UBI slips. It's going to be like quadruple, quintuple the price or whatever. They're going to get landed with a stonking bill. So women will have a dream that they could run away with their male sex robot. But again it would be prohibitively expensive. You can't afford it. They might be giving them away, I guess, in your local fucking Squid Game tournament if you want to bludgeon 15 people to death to get one, but it is it is largely another dream that's dead. And I thought I already told you to stop having goals. God, this has got dark, hasn't it? Fuck. I don't want to leave you on a I don't want to leave you on a downer, guys. Uh Should we try and should we try and lighten it up a little bit towards the end, you know? Leave things on a positive note for a change. Should we try that? Binfluencers? You know, not 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 a not a meaningless, you know, positive goal or, you know, baseless aspiration, you know. We're still binfluencers. But you know, just a bit of fun. A bit of dumb, silly fun. Lighten the mood a little bit. So what what can we do? Let's Ah! Yes! I know what we're gonna do. Right, here we go. Fuck it. Let's prank call the sun <laughs> who's with me should we do this let's do it okay fuck it here we go right prank calling the sun hello the sun yeah good afternoon um i have potentially a bit of a scoop um god i can't believe i'm fucking doing this um are you the right person to talk to about maybe? Some... Yeah, yeah. What's what's the story? Um. So, look, I I work at Labour HQ in uh, in Victoria, and it's potentially quite an explosive thing to to get off my chest. Um, basically, I've I've become aware of something that I find quite troubling um, about a person of significance um shadow cabinet level um but it's really it's really important to me that it's handled right you know like it has to be it's got to be handled with integrity um which is why i've, I've come to you guys um is, is harry cole still there yep, yep I, I suppose is. he's on um, is he on lunch at the moment eating or uh, so, so they're based in in lobby, obviously, most of the time. So you've called the London office at London Bridge. But what I can do is I can take down some details about the story. Sure, sure, okay. Um, so the the nature of the the story, I suppose, is a senior cabinet member um, has kissed a fourteen-year-old. Oh, okay. You mean a, you mean shadow a senior shadow cabinet member? That's right. Right, okay. Uh, right. How has that, that come about? Well, I think, as I understand it, what happened was back in 1994, when this shadow cabinet minister was also 14, he kissed a 14-year-old. Um, okay. Oh, what you mean? When when the shadow cabinet minister was fourteen, he kissed a fourteen-year-old. That's correct. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What, what? when he was fourteen. Yeah, he was fourteen, but I mean, he was still kissing a child. But he was he was also fourteen. Is this a wind-up? Are you making a TikTok or something? No, no, no. I mean, this this seems deeply troubling to me. The idea that children are just being kissed willy-nilly. I mean, if those are the sort of the attitudes that are heralded and promoted at the Sun, maybe I've got the wrong paper. I that's quite good. All right. That's very funny. Guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, if you are enjoying the podcast, please don't be a stranger. Jump on patreon.com forward slash aid Thompson with an I-N on the end uh, you can join my cult which I am uh, slowly building on there there's uh, 13 of us at the moment and it starts from only £3 a month so super super cheap um, it's enough to just buy me a beer basically give me a doff of the cap and say thanks Aid. I'm enjoying the content content is key I'm enjoying your content Aid. Uh, so yeah £3 a month is what it starts at to unlock exclusive Patreon only content uh, there's London meetups we did one in Brick Lane I drank too much tequila and felt very unwell the next day. Uh, Also on the Patreon, you get first listen to shows like this. Two days ahead of everybody else. Two days before they go on Spotify and Apple and shit. Uh, Also, you get first look at tickets for the live shows. We have one coming up on February the 10th. It's me, Super Tansky, Danny fucking Price, Jolly on Rubenstein, Ashley Hayden... Denise Headley from LBC, Alexandra Haddow, the uh, stand-up comedian. That is all happening in London in February, so you would get first look at tickets for that. Also on the Patreon, we have a Discord chat, which is sort of instant messaging, right? A little bit like WhatsApp, a little bit like, uh, I don't know, Slack or whatever. Uh, So we have a channel, a chat, a channel thing. Uh, where we pop in and we talk shit about Tories and we post memes and talk about the show upcoming guests and features what's going on in the world of politics and dystopia etc so you get that also Uh, finally you get credited at the end of shows like this Uh, well you know credited slash named and shamed Uh, so here we go thanks once again to the Patreon backers uh, Anthony Pingu David Alex Chris and Rax and then Ricardo Silent t-rex oliver sarah and kerry thank you so much guys for continuing to support i'm back on friday until next time keep it booge keep it influencer we outie.